That's awesome. Ready to worship God through listening right now? Awesome. So I am excited to be with you this morning. I am the pastor of youth or student ministries, as David said, uh, and he's letting me get up here once approximately once a month, and I am just so excited about that, and I feel privileged um, to be able to do that and uh, grow this gift um, that God has put him inside of me. So I'm excited. I'm Pastor Brian again. If you don't know me, I'm the youth pastor. So that's, that's this guy. I'm, I'm a little crazy because I work with youth for a living on purpose. All right. So David gave me a tall task and that is um, to cover all the things that he didn't cover on worship these past four weeks. No, I could hardly do that. There's just way too much, way too much that he left out. <laughs> Obviously, we can talk about worship every Sunday from here until Jesus comes back. Um, there is just too much to talk about. We cannot exhaust the subject of worshiping our Lord and Savior. Uh, I love how Pastor David shared the complexity of God last week and that God is both intimately near to us and sovereignly distant from us at the same time, simultaneously. That we can worship God in, in this temple, our heart, and in the, in the depth of our core and our being so closely, so intimately. And at the same time, we can lift our voices to him in the lofty heavens as he sits on his throne in the great throne room. I'm going to be a little vulnerable right now, and I'm going to tell you something that matters to me a lot. And that is my, my personal favorite worship posture. And that is my left hand over my heart and my right hand extended as high as I possibly can extend it. That is my favorite worship posture. And that is because I am recognizing that our God is both great and distant and sovereign. And he's also dwelling in my heart by the power of the Holy Spirit. And so I'm recognizing that. When you see me doing this, that's because that's exactly what I'm recognizing in that moment. And so Dave was talking about that, Pastor David, and I appreciate that. He is both... Jesus is both the great I am and the good shepherd, right? He draws us close to him, and he's also the great I am, who was and is and is to come. Even those two awesome titles don't even come close to describing our God, to depicting his attributes. When we worship, my heart for you is that we would dwell, that we would dwell in the wonder of the living God, who cannot be contained with mere words. That's my passion and heart for you, is that we would dwell in worshiping this God that cannot be contained with words. And I'm dying to state the obvious. This is a worship service right now, right now, while you listen. Every single part of this service is about worshiping God. The serving, the offering, the evangelism, the genuine fellowship, the singing, it's all geared towards worshiping God. That's why we come here. That's why we gather together on Sunday morning. This is a worship service. But worship is not just for Sunday morning, right? It's not just for Bible study time. Worship for the believer is supposed to be all the time, all-encompassing. Worship is supposed to be our constant posture before God. Worship is supposed to be our constant posture before God. This morning we're going to zero in on Romans chapter 12, verses 1 through 2. 
So if you can open your Bibles there, open your YouVersion apps to Romans 12, 1 through 2. We're going to talk about what it means to offer our lives as a living sacrifice that's holy and pleasing to God, that's acceptable to God. Our lives. We're going to dwell in the intimacy of knowing and loving our God in relationship, an intimate relationship, but also in reverent awe for our sovereign God who is the great king enthroned on high right now. We're going to talk a little bit this morning about idolatry, which is misplaced worship. And we're going to get to the point where we discover worthy worship for our worthy God is sacrificial. Worthy worship for our worthy God is sacrificial. You see, worship is unashamed adoration. Love expressed in the purest of forms. It is unashamed adoration. When you come on Sunday morning, are you coming with unashamed adoration for your Lord and Savior? Check your heart. The greatest example we have of pure love was displayed for us on the cross when Jesus was our sacrifice. The sacrifice of our Savior is pure love. And we're going to get into the sacrifice of worship this morning. That worship, true worship, is supposed to be a sacrifice. Anyone here ever have a collection when you were young? A collection. Anyone? There's like, okay, yeah, keep raising your hands if you remember you had a collection of things. A hobby where you collected stuff. I think that's what like kids do. I don't know if it was rocks or seashells. For me, it was baseball cards. Primarily. So, I mean, when I talk about collecting things, I'm not talking about for a, a, a few days or a, a few months. I'm talking about maybe years of your childhood spent collecting. Maybe it was stuffed animals. I don't know. So, I think most people collected stuff. If uh, you didn't, you're probably kind of weird. Just saying. <laughs> maybe you need to hear that from the Lord this morning. I don't know. So, I started collecting baseball cards in the spring of 1987 when I was six years old. So you can do the math and figure out how old I am now. Uh, I did buy some basketball and football cards. I also got a few packs of Star Wars cards from the 70s. Those were good. Um, But mostly baseball cards. And I would memorize the statistics of all the best players. I would memorize their stats of the previous years on the backs of those cards. And I knew exactly how much each of those cards were worth. Because I had this Beckett magazine. It was a 